Welcome to week 15 of the This Week in Film podcast. Oh yeah. The show show where we get together, discuss the movies we watched over the past week, and that is all. I'm Nick Ferranto. <laughs> I think we should start over. I, I think you should take the headphones out. I feel like it's, a, it's making you laugh more. I'm Nick Ferranto, <laughs> joined as always by Ray Radominki, and this week, oh, joined I'm, by Keith Seddon. I'm Keith. That voice you hear is Keith. That's Those me. golden tones. Thank you. Charlie's not here because he's off promoting his new trade paperback of his comic book, Boy Zero. Check it out on Amazon.com. Way to go, Char. Nice. But diving right into it, Keith, what'd you see this week? All right. This week, I didn't watch the original. I didn't watch the second one. I didn't watch the third one. But I watched bum, 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 Jurassic World. <laughs> this isn't what you talked about the first time we did this. I know, because like I saw another movie this morning, and man, you guys wow. see Jurassic World? Yeah, we, yeah I Jurassic did, yeah. World was great. Jurassic World. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we all agree. You hadn't watched it before? No, I had seen it before, but say it's on HBO now, so uh, watch it a second time. Keith, you're really watching a lot of HBO. Well, I'm paying for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, you might as well get might your money's well, worth. Yeah. Exactly. So Jurassic World is pretty much Jurassic Park except 2015. And I mean, this is years after the tragedy. And at this point now, it's uh, it's like the Disney World with dinosaurs. And is run by this guy, uh, Mr. Mizrani. And Mr. Mizrani is like a millionaire slash amateur helicopter pilot. And he shows up to the park and he's like, where's this businesswoman I'm friends with? And she's like, I'm Claire. I'm the businesswoman. I'm Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man 3. And he's like, oh, Claire, stop. Of course there has to be a Spider-Man parallel to Spider-Man this. Spider-Man 3, <laughs> better or worse than Spider-Man 1. It's, it's very, very, it's far worse. Than so we're going to say borderline. <laughs> so Claire's like, hey. Mr. Mizrani, what's up? And he goes, hey, what do people feel about the park? She's like, well, they like dinosaurs, but it needs to be more scary. And he's like, guess what? I got this geneticist, Dr. Wu, from the first movie, and he's making a scary monster. He's got this Andromedus Rex. Dr. Wu's the guy who bred raptors. Well, in this one, he makes the Andromedus Rex, which is like a bunch of I think classified dinosaurs I put think together. I think it's Indominus Rex. Whatever. Yours is a dinosaur it, that... Mine's Andromedus. They both sound stupid. Right. Let's just, <laughs> just put that out there. Well, both this of is, those names are stupid. And uh, Like the Androgynous Rex. Might yeah, be yeah that's good. what you said. That's what you said. <laughs> this is all happening while people are like doing... Uh, gyrosphere tours and they're hanging out with dinosaurs and riding baby like you know triceratops and the island's so big that like chris pratt who plays this character star lord is training all these <laughs> raptors and he's training these raptors and he's the alpha he's like they listen to me and then vincent d'onofrio comes out of nowhere and he's like where do you keep your raptors and he's like oh they're animals they're not weapons you, you shouldn't mess with them he goes oh they're not going to be matter anytime soon. And then Claire's what? nephews show up on the island. And they're automatically, you know you're going to hate these characters because they're kids. And you're like, oh, my God, i got to deal with them. And she feels the same way. That's why she's like, I'm going to go hang out with Jake Johnson in the back in the control room, and you can hang out with my assistant. Jake Johnson. <laughs> exactly. And Wait, well, time Johnson out. Sorry. More annoying. Movie. The kids from this movie or the original Jurassic this Park? Movie. This movie. This Definitely. movie. I don't know. I, oh, I was always annoyed by the little kid. In oh, the original Jurassic no way. Park. That kid was awesome. And this one, know, they're he like, always annoyed me. Mom and Dad are Lex fighting. And, uh, Send us the Jurassic Tim, yeah. World. Nah, this is Gray and whatever. I don't remember their names, but they were annoying. Haircut and D bag. <laughs> Haircut. And, the one kid's just got like a total like 
all the time for women because he's 15 and girls and he's always staring. And the other other kids just wants to be a, a block all the time. I like the movie. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. It, was I, it was very entertaining. It was very entertaining. Keeps, it's it, not a good movie, but I enjoyed it, the exactly. hell out of it. It's got a lot of eye rollers, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like, kids getting chased by dinosaurs, and the one kid's like, I'm not jumping off this cliff. And you're like, get in that pool, kid. Jump off this. Get in there. Or like uh, Mr. Mizrani. He's like real. He's like, I'm going to go catch this androgynous Rex. Put me in this helicopter that I barely know how to fly. And then it turns into, like, the final destination in Jurassic Park because people are getting stabbed in the chest by pterodactyls and getting thrown out of the helicopter. It is very violent. Yeah. Yeah. He crashes that thing into oblivion. Because doesn't the one pterodactyl thing, like, pick up somebody Dude. and then it, like, drops it? Yes. Yeah. Into the water. That and is up, the, and the one point and then land, yeah. like, that shark monster. Yeah. That really hurt me because, like, I liked... That's Are this, you okay? Yeah, but it's like, here's this cute chick who played Morgana in the TV show Merlin, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> she's like just trying to find the kids, and once she finally finds them, she gets like tossed around by all these pterodactyls, and then gets eaten by a big whale dinosaur. Yeah, right. She's just trying to do her job. Exactly. The whale dinosaur was very cool. It was cool. Uh, it, it ends up eating the thing in the end. Spoiler alert. Right. Yeah. Isn't that what this is If you haven't seen it yet, about? shame on you. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, by the way, because all these tourists are walking around the water constantly, and then in the end, this dinosaur whale just eats. It could have eaten anyone at any point. True. True. A lot of loopholes. But I thought the movie was great. It was a, a neat little throwback. Held the record for best uh, box office weekend for a couple months yeah. until Star Wars blew it out of the water. Yeah, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Like, yeah. like you said, there were a lot of eye rolling moments. But I think that's part of for it. the most part when they yeah. find the uh, the stuff from the old park. I was I was in love because I love Jurassic Park. Yeah, but Jurassic it, Park's a classic. It's funny you mentioned that because like those kids is another moment where they're like, huh, oh. Can we get these Jeeps uh, driving? And the one kid's like, remember when we fixed up? Does it feel like Keith is up? doing stand-up right now? <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like, remember when we fixed up Dad's old Malibu? We can totally fix this Jeep. But it has a good ending, you know, like, uh, what do we do now? We should stick together for survival. And then, you know, Keith, we don't have the rights to that music. Is that, is that John Williams? Yeah. Well, he did the original theme. I don't know if he did the music for the new one. I gotcha. got it. So Keith saw American <laughs> Sniper. <laughs> Keith, please stop singing the similar theme of the similar movie. Park. We don't have the rights to the. Jurassic There's going to be a Park. sequel too. So. Well, yeah. I mean, Doctor. I mean, it made Lou so much away, money. Yeah. And, you yeah, and the new one, Doctor Grant can talk to Velociraptors. Okay. Great. It's a it's a theme they didn't explore far <laughs> enough. Should have. So Jurassic World, Keith. Solid. Great. Wait, Second time. Better. Yeah. Or worse than Spider-Man Spider 1? 1. It's worse than Spider-Man 1. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on. Okay. Spider-Man 1 we're talking about. <laughs> All right, Ray, what did you see this week? I saw A Walk Among the Tombstones. Awesome movie. Yes, it was very good uh, with Liam Neeson. Mm. Going into this, I uh, thought this movie was going to be much like every other Liam Neeson movie that's come out for the past five years. Taken, nonstop, nonstop Taken 2, <laughs> Taken 3. <laughs> Uh, Edge of Darkness. Edge Michael of Collins. Edge of Darkness. Wasn't oh, that? That was, that was uh, Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson. Sorry. It's actually, this movie is actually kind of similar to Edge of Darkness. I, I didn't, okay. I didn't see uh, Edge of Darkness, but I got them. So Liam Neeson is a retired police officer. He's now a private investigator. He uh, is approached by this this guy who appears to be very wealthy, who says his, his wife has been kidnapped, and a ransom was asked for by the kidnappers. He paid it, but they killed his wife anyway. Right. Liam Neeson is reluctant at first to get into the whole... Uh, investigation kind of seems fishy this guy he knows is a drug dealer just from word of mouth and seeing his house and guy can't really explain like what he does for a living so he knows it's kind of fishy but then the, the guy shares a tape 
of something that the kidnapper sent to him with his wife being like raped and murdered sets off something in Liam Neeson's head. He decides to get into it. So he kind of delves into this like dark hole, investigating this this murder kidnapping, kind of finds out who it is, and it kind of sets off a whole chain reaction of other events. It's a very dark movie, very violent. He enlists this kid to help him out, the kid he meets in the library who appears to be homeless but also very smart. Uh-huh. The kid, I felt, had no – served no part in, in, in the story at all. He was very – kind of just thrown in there as comic relief. Yeah. I didn't I, think – I didn't mind him too much, but he Yeah, and, uh, and like I was saying to you guys, like, I th- it was a dark movie, and I felt like I, they threw him in there for the comic relief. I feel like sometimes movies don't need that. Like, yeah. it's a dark movie. Just keep it dark. You don't need to have a kid, like, wisecracking jokes every five minutes just to keep everything light. Right. But, yeah, besides that, it was very good. It was very dark. I, I like dark movies. I like, you know, grim stuff. Uh, kind of reminded – had a little bit of a seven feel a little bit. Yeah. He, he delves into this as investigation. There's kind of, like, a twist at the end. Um, it was very, very good, very entertaining. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I, I loved to say it. About it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. And I, I went into it exactly the same as you. I right. thought it was it surprised be, me. Yeah, I thought it was going to be another one of his like throwaway action flicks, and it's right. just a cool detective movie. I've not seen this movie. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I don't know how it ranks on the Spider-Man scale, <laughs> but you'll be able to tell us. <laughs> From yeah, sure. Ray's review, I'm sure it's better. And then this week, I watched the movie Gross Point Blank, John yes. Cusack classic from 90... Six, I want to say. It holds up beautifully. I love that movie. And uh, as we were talking before, because this is clearly the first time we tried to do this episode. Yeah. There's a good Lost episode out there. Maybe one day you guys You're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> we'll pull it out of the vault one day. You know, This movie has maybe the best soundtrack of all movies. I love the, mo- the music in this movie. The plot of the movie is John Cusack plays a guy named Martin Blank. And he grew up in a town of Gross Point, Michigan. Gross Point Blank is the name of the movie. It's very clever. And uh, <laughs> he goes home for his 10-year high school reunion. But there's a twist. His job is he's an assassin. He's a hired assassin. Assassin Contract killer is right. what we said. He gets paid to kill people? Yes. And he's very good at his job. He's a he's, license to kill. No. No? He doesn't, he's just an assassin. He like works... People hire his company who then hire him to Children, kill Children, animals, I don't care. I'll do it. I guess. Okay. Is that what he says? I, I don't, don't remember. But he, sure. but he always <laughs> says, if I show up at your door, there's a good chance you did something to get me there. Oh, so he doesn't man. feel bad about any of it. He wants to get out of the game, and he goes home to his hometown, and he runs into his ex-girlfriend, and he falls for her again. And the movie just kind of goes from there. But it's, it's a great example of post-Tarantino movie making. The dialogue is very snappy. People just talk back and forth very quick. You know, it's it's a lot of uh, John Cusack being John Cusack. Classic Cusack. Just, I mean, classic. classic. Just just like it, when you think of John Cusack, this is the kind of character that you imagine. Like if you take his character from say anything and he grew up and instead of growing up and whatever that he grew up into a murderer and then had to come back to pick up his girlfriend that's right keith i was doing the your eyes i thought you were raising your hand like you had don't sing songs Uh. keith but mini drivers in the movie she's very good uh she plays the love interest i can't stand mini driver by the way Uh, she's good in this movie she's cute i don't think mini drivers uh uh, jeremy jeremy pivens in this he's great and this is back when it was when Jeremy Piven got a role in every John Cusack movie because they were best <laughs> friends, and it's great. That's where that the classic 10, 10 years, man, yeah. came from. But Gross Point Blank, definitely worth checking out you if it's you the haven't best seen soundtrack? it. Soundtrack, it really is. Like better than Guardians, maybe. 
You mean Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy. So you're oh, just, you're just I, I thought you were talking about the Guardians the movie? of the Forest. Yeah. Oh, gu- yeah. Guardians of, of... Is of it called the Forest? I don't know. Guardians With of the Al- Owls. It's, it's like... Of Albuquerque. Yeah, some sort of foreign land. Right. Gross Point Blank. Definitely worth checking out again if you have seen it, and totally worth checking out if you haven't seen it. Would you say it's your favorite Cusack movie? Easily. Yeah? Easily. Wow. You have a favorite? 1408. Is that yeah, the, the one about the room? Stephen King, that's yeah. A, that's, that's, a that's a good movie. movie. I never Great saw movie. that. Yeah. Oh. Wait, you know what? I, I, I'm going to go back on that. Identity is a better movie than 1408. What is Identity? The one about all the people like at the hotel that end up at the hotel one night. No, I don't know. I've never this. seen Identity? It's good? Very good, yes. Oh, I'll have to check that out. I'm going yes. to go on a Cusack run like I just went on. Yeah, like but both of the 1408 is very good, too. It's a freaky movie. Yeah. I saw I it in the with a girl. My girlfriend at the time was... Embarrassing. I was reading up on the gross point blank, and he says John Cusack says that the movie War Inc. that came out a few years ago that apparently was terrible. He says it's an unofficial sequel. Well, you might need to watch that. I think I will. It's going to be a busy weekend. All right, so that was week fifteen of the This Week in Film podcast. We made it. Uh, just want to point out again that Charlie's trade paperback of his book uh, Boy Zero is available on Amazon.com. You should definitely go check that out. I got my copies. Ray, can you let everyone know where they can find us? You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and of course, This Week in Film Podcast.com. I would like to plug the video edition of our podcast that's available on YouTube. It's a more condensed version of the show you just listened to, but it has uh, relevant video clips inserted without. It's pretty funny and pretty entertaining. Please rate, like, and review us on iTunes. So, Ray, to answer last week's Ray's Random Request, what's your favorite submarine movie? We had a little quiz on Facebook, and we had people grab a whole as many submarine movies as they could think of and post it. And we took their average IMDb score, and the winner ended up being Keith. Second place went to Michael, and third place went to Jill. For Keith's big prize, we figured we would plug his web series. Uh, if you go to getbroken.com, You can watch all the episodes there. It's a pretty great show. You should check it out. In addition to that, listener John says his favorite submarine movie is the 1959 classic Operation Petticoat. He says he hasn't seen it in a long time, but he remembers watching it with his dad and loving it. And Ray, send us off with your Ray's Raindom request. Yes, this this week I'm going to go along with what Nick was talking about. Uh, Gross Point Blank being his favorite movie soundtrack. So I want to ask you, what is your favorite movie soundtrack? Titanic. Great. It's a great one. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. And if there's nothing further, we'll see you next week in film. Yes. Woo. (laughs) Bye, everybody.